Because I am Eddie. And I am Reaper. Thank Whoop. you for tuning in. Yes, welcome to Hellcast this evening. Or a morning. Or afternoon. afternoon. <laughs> Depends on or what whatever you it is, whenever the hell you are. Hey, don't cut me off. Wait. <laughs> What's oh. up, guys? Oh, nothing too much. We will be talking to you about metal as usual. Ah, uh, really? <laughs> We're talking about metal. That's very bizarre. And if you want to talk to us about metal, you can reach me at Eddie Satan. Eddie with an IE. Two D's if you're fucking illiterate. Eddie Satan at hellsheadbangers.com. And you can reach Reaper at Hellcast at hellsheadbangers.com. H E L L C A S T at hellsheadbangers.com. Right. And. You find us on Facebook. That's pretty cool too. Yeah, we're on there chatting a little bit more. We've right? gotten some pretty. F- I've. I don't know about you because you're kind of impersonable. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> no, I'm not at all. Not at all. I'm kidding. I've got a couple of messages from people. There's there's a couple of guys out there. Yuho, Mister Gandalf, who uh, emails me. A couple other guys. Is he in the Lord of the Rings? I think he is. Okay. Yeah, he was the main star. Maybe. Oh, okay. He's I the white-haired know. dude. He likes rings. <laughs> Anyhow, so uh, we also are on Facebook, and occasionally a couple of you or more have found me on real name stuff. There's <laughs> one kid out there. Maybe he's not a kid. I don't know. <laughs> what are you going to tell us? Anyway, we were talking <laughs> about uh, whether homo jokes were funny or not. Homo jokes? Homo, homo sapien. Like, right. Okay. Jokes. It's sort of like when we make fun of ourselves. We certainly aren't. Fine. I've never made fun we, of what, myself. You haven't. You mm-hmm. haven't master selfed yourself. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't know either. <laughs> Masturbated yourself. No. I, I should probably add one of those too. Anyhow. Yeah. So I, as as many of you know, I was kind of slacking off, getting back to emails and such. Bought a house. And uh, as it turns out, the the couple that owned my house prior to, oh, that's a good beer. Would you stop cutting me off, prick? <laughs> my spit was. It was a gay couple, homosexual couple that bought that owned your previous that owned the previous, previous owners of your house. It, the house is, was built like in 1925, so it's what 20 years old, something like that. I <laughs> Almost I, 100 years. I, I don't know what year this is or how to do math. It's shy 12 years. So anyhow, Andrew. Out there, and I were making the homo jokes back and forth. And the thing is, is I think we make homo jokes, and they're fucking funny, just like we make fun of ourselves. So fuck off if I offend you. You and Andrew make fun. But of But anyway, so we were making, we made a joke, and he said that the uh, alarm clock that they probably had it set to was Judas Priest, ram it down, <laughs> <laughs> or ram it up, or ram it in. Deep Purple is knocking at your back door. Oh! oh. <laughs> Love bites. <laughs> oh, it could if it you... could if you had the wrong yeah if... without a penicillin shot. <laughs> and whatever you do, uh. and they had cats, so you don't get the black light out and discourage yourself by from stepping on any of the carpeted surfaces. Because you don't know how much they've <laughs> been. You don't know apparently. which is that is the cats. And this is totally and inside What the stuff. hell are we talking yeah, about? Yeah, people are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Some person gave uh, Eddie one of those pen lights that can see like human uh, fluids. <laughs> and, and the thing is, is that thing was such bullshit because I shined it on my black t-shirt and like the white cotton fuzzies were showing up. So, Dude, yeah. you weren't, you were fucking like pissed though. You're like, fuck man, they came on the 
the fucking dining room table. Because <laughs> I still have the dining room table, right? <laughs> God like damn the it, they came in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yummy. Fuck. <laughs> anyway. No, you're all bent out of shape. I was being a good uh, co-host host. Being a good Christian? Yes, I'm a good Christian, and I was telling you that it's more or less cat piss. bullshit or yeah. cat piss or... Or somebody farted. It's yeah, just fecal it wasn't. matter. <laughs> well, that would have probably been you. <laughs> you could have put that many marks in there already. Probably. Yeah. So what else we got? That just you and Andrew? Well, no, right now, yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Jeez. Mr. Gandalf said something, but yeah, who gives a fuck what he has to say? Well, no, no I, I do. What did Mr. Gandalf <laughs> Actually, say? Well, did he say I, that he had the ring? Well, no, he didn't. But I think something's coming up a little bit later, maybe here soon. All right. Well, because there's a band from that country over there that eats a lot of salmon. <laughs> there's some breaking news. Uh, yes. That I'm going to let the news clip speak for itself. Good evening. I'm Stone Crotchel. Today in Stockholm, vocalist Tobias Sideguard of the death metal band Necrophobic was sentenced to one year and six months in prison. The vocalist was convicted of severe abuse to a female partner and abuse after the court found him guilty of beating his wife multiple times, forcing her to give oral sex. In addition, he had beaten his two daughters using a bullwhip and locking them into a room so that he could sleep. Let's turn now to HHR's Gene Snyder live in the courtroom. Thank you, Stone. It has been a disturbing day after hearing the testimony of Tobias's two little girls, Tinja and Nova, tell the story of their father's violent behavior. I'm afraid the worst is yet to come since we will now present you with the audio tapes recorded by Linda, the wife of Tobias, during one of their feuds earlier this year. Do I bug, do fag? <laughs> Speak, English bitch! You want these kids growing up, knowing a language that can actually take them out of this cold-ass country one day? Don't you? Daddy, it's no, okay, Daddy, we no. understand. Don't hurt Mommy. Not another peep out of you girls, or I'll bust out the bullwhip again and lock you up in your room. In fact, that's what I'll do now. I've got lyrics to write, and this will certainly contribute to the brutality. Wow, that's that's brutal. You know, <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ! Man. I, I, you know, it's that's that's the sad thing is that that's that's true. Perfect. The question I have for you, Reaper. So he Me? was he was charged. I was there. <laughs> well, no. Well, it seemed like the charges were were redundant. Severe abuse to a female partner. And and abuse. And abuse. Yeah, I don't, what I don't the know. fuck does that I mean? I don't know. I don't, and I don't know if that's the, like the official statement. I guess it must be. But that's the article that I have read. The best part, though, is my, my favorite part, though, is his reasoning. Fucking fly. Dude, I, yeah. It's fucking it's, back. It's everywhere. Oh. Dude, dude, this is goddamn fly. So if you hear a fucking fly. Um, anyway. I don't know if, yeah. It, I don't, uh, so, but I, how the hell did she have that fucking thing? How did she have that fucking thing recorded? 
You know, I mean, how yeah. did she know that? I'm not so, sure, but um, I mean, it's definitely kind of sounds fucked up. You know? Oh, wow. That's 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 horrific. Imagine, you know, I, I, but my favorite, though, is when in the article, though, he says that I, I never hurt my children. I was on anaphet- or, uh, amphetamines an- amphetamines and uh, <laughs> that I would never hurt my children. It's like, well, I hate to break it to your bra, but you did. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, well, my concern is I fuck the kids and fuck the wife who gives a shit what's gonna happen with the tour and the new record oh actually after hearing that i kind of want to have the new record because that's that's a lot of brutality yeah it could be uh, uh you know i i don't know i mean has necrophobic really done a, a turd of a record are they gonna really make our what the fuck segment uh, i mean that's pretty fucked up <laughs> that might be so that might be what the fuck happened there but uh i think though that you're probably not gonna see them on tour i mean look no that dude. you're not that that's fine he's up. a and like some people were saying well why don't they kick him out of the band and I, i'm not the hugest necrophobic fan so i don't really know but uh i'm pretty sure that that's his baby so that's his band so like people are like well, why don't they just kick him out of the band and get a new vocalist it's like, well that might be kind of hard because it's his his, it's his band deal, right? <laughs> and, and what i said before was was obviously it was a joke but it's uh what were you joking about uh exactly the, i don't know the fly god damn this fucking thing um that's not a joke that fucking flies been I know, flying it's, around it's here all goddamn day it's been not that hot around here so it had the doors open and shit so there's a goddamn fly dude it, w- it wakes me up when i'm fucking sleeping and shit it's like you know flies around your ear it's the, right, it's right. the most miserable fucking thing ever yeah, yeah. But, but well the joke was is i'm not gonna buy the record because of the the brutality there brutal you know and that's 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 kind of bullshit you know i don't i certainly don't i'm condone. not gonna not buy it but i'm not gonna buy yeah, it because I, of i certainly don't condone when he is done and hell no uh and i don't think it's right in any sense of the word you know beating kids beating your wife that's just bullshit but and, and beating uh, your meat on the other hand yeah I, and take it out on that i love it too how it's like she he forced her into giving oral sex it's like it's your wife dude why the fuck do you have to force her to blow on you i mean you know well, well you know and you like, got a pretty bad marriage if you got to force your wife to blow you well <laughs> <laughs> or even even if you don't have to, if she doesn't with force, want to, with a bullwhip too. I, I I don't know. I'd rather not have it if it was forced. Yeah, but that's no. Me. I exactly. Yeah, I, a lot of things forced are just not good. And rubbing yeah. one out's better than. I suppose, yeah, I would. I would definitely go to that, that measure before fucking you know whacking right. her with a bullwhip, slapping her upside the face. There's a gun to your head, bitch. Suck Hell, I yeah, would go before that measure happen. before calling her a bitch. I mean, <laughs> you know, right? I've I'd often just be like, said, okay. you know, if a relationship resorts to insults of extreme extreme words, then it's not good. You need to step outside your body, be, be a, a fly, be a fly on the wall per se, and look at yourself and say, "Fuck this shit." Let me write this down. If, if, if yeah, Reaper's given uh, fly life lessons here in relationships. Fly. Goddamn fucking fly, get the- dude! Not now you're I, just fucking around. It's not that. It's somewhere, but it's, it's not right here. Anyway, so okay, okay, I got that. Got you it. got that. You're gonna follow those rules. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry. Absolutely. But uh, yeah, I, I doubt that the. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I doubt that that dude's gonna be uh, touring with him anytime. Probably so. not. Which is which is it's kind of fucked up. Yeah, I do wonder though uh, the, how it's gonna affect the sales of the record. I, I do too. I mean, there's a lot of people out there that don't appreciate the whole kid abuse and beating well, wives and stuff. And I exactly there's a you know the thing there's a reason for that, <laughs> right? I don't either. But realistically, I don't really care that much. <laughs> Am I cold? I. Like I'm not not gonna buy the record for I'm kind of I'm a lot of people lit personal life things people per, people's personalities or th- their actions affect 
their opinions on music. And I'm just right. kind of like, I can kind of see it, and I've been swayed a little bit. But at the end of the day, I don't really care that much. I mean, it's just music. It's their art. You know, right. I, I could see, you know, the fact that people are like, whoa, you know, you're supporting him because that's his career and, you know, he's a child and wife abuser. But it's just like, yeah, but I just don't see that my $10 is that big of a deal. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, a lot of people might be like, fuck that asshole. I'm not listening to Hellcast anymore. But I, 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 I got to be honest. Well, it, I, I tell you, if he cooked meth. Yes. It's a different story. Yeah. I wouldn't care or, about that. Or if he put a hit out on his wife rather than just beating her. I just I just don't see the music's outside of reality for me. That it's yeah. just like, I, you know, whatever's in reality doesn't matter to me And much. that might lend itself to a later bit. But, yeah, because that's all it is, is it's... That's your escape from reality. I, 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 and, and it's hard sometimes when you meet people who are dicks that are band members to continue to like the band. You might be like, this band's fucking cool. I want to check them out. And then you end up meeting one of the band members and you're like, uh, Oh, this guy's a douche. Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I agree. And you're a little more prone to that than myself, but I don't know. I, th- I think I've been guilty of it a little bit to myself, but I just, for the most part, I just can't really think of anything that really has bothered me that much to be like, well, you know, fuck them. I don't like their music anymore. It's like, yeah, you know, their, their music's good. They might be an asshole in person, but hey, I don't have to hang out with them. I right. can listen to their music all I want, though. You know, so yeah. that's just kind of my take on it is maybe cold or. I no, know. I mean, I mean, because their records aren't. Yeah, they're they're not like sad. And was it was he you know, anyway? Whatever. Who gets? Yeah, I mean, unless you're up with current events, no one's really going to know that he was beating his wife and shit. So. Right until we. Until that's kind of between them. Pointed you know? it out and made fun of it, and <laughs> it's between the him got and that his fly kids. in the wall fucking thing, uh, <laughs> videotape or audio tape of it. So yeah. So what's up with Hell's Headbangers these days, Reaper? While Incantations onward to Golgotha debut is rightfully considered one of the greatest death metal albums ever. The band arguably surpassed the landmark with its follow-up, Mortal Throne of Nazarene. And out now in Hell's Headbangers comes in a gloss gatefold jacket with a large 18 by 24 inch poster of the classic orgy artwork pressed on traditional black vinyl and colored vinyl to match the cover artwork. T-shirts are also available. What's an orgy? I'm not sure. I don't know either. But I'll tell you one thing. At last, Hell's Headbangers opens the vaults and collects a whopping 13 Nunslaughter 7-inch EPs. I think 7-inch rings a lot of bells in my world. (laughs) Ah. Oh. Falls short in mine. I don't know. To answer the black prayers of the band's rabid, diehard fan base, entitled The Devil's Conjuries Volume 1. This two-CD, this double LP set is the first of many exhaustive collections that will compile every single short-length non-slaughter vinyl release. The, the funny thing one. is about that is it's like, how many fucking short releases does that fucking band have? You were part of them for a while. Jesus Christ. It's that, The ongoing Devil's Conjures Volume 1 through probably 600 and... I will just say that the short length music or whatever the fuck, however they put it, is not exactly an influence that I had to the band. Right. Well, not to the point of Hex. Mm. 
Why don't you read that other? Anyway, all right. So here we go. Impiety, the original Singhal Blasphemers return with their first new recording from Hell's Headbangers. The focused and fierce, the impious Crusade EP comes in a glossy gatefold cover with a large A2 sized poster pressed on traditional black vinyl and bronze vinyl with black splatter. Digipack CD and T-shirts also in stock. So get them. Get them. Fuck yeah. Well, all right. In light of all those announcements, we're going to have a block of all three of those bands. So let's start this off with Incantation.
Traditions, many cliches, and apparently a many fucking flies. God damn it! God damn it. Fucking sorry, damn. we're like bit. There been, it is. Look, look, all right. See it? Yeah. God damn it! All right. All right. Fuck that fucking fly, dude. Those things piss me off. You know? Oh, he just like what? He's right here. Right. Uh, uh, uh. Fuck, missed him. But as I said, there's many cliches and many traditions in metal, and I think, for one, that a lot of people need to address the difference between one. Now, while I don't want anyone to be fucking confused as far as what the difference between a tradition and a cliche is, so I'm just going to go ahead and read it straight from the goddamn dictionary. Cliche. A trite, stereotyped expression, a sentence or phrase, usually expressing a popular or common thought or idea that has lost originality, ingenuity, and impact by long overuse. While I have defined cliché, I am also going to define tradition. The handing down of statements, beliefs, legends, customs, information, etc. from generation to generation, especially by word of mouth or by practice. I guess that uh, really goes along with uh, metal. <laughs> no. But that there's many things in metal then that could be looked at as a cliche or a tradition. And I think here at Hellcast, the experts, so to say, <laughs> we are going to evaluate a few very commonplace tradition or cliches. I wonder if we're a cliche or tradition or neither. I'm not sure. Maybe that would be something that the audience could yeah, dissect and analysis with an analysis so we are well, I'll go direct on. it at the people that actually email me. Yuho, Mr. Gandalf, Andrew. You three chime in. The rest of you go fuck yourself. Just right? three people emailing you, huh? <laughs> well, no, there's more than that. I'm being a dick. Yeah, right. That was like the last couple. Those are your three butt buddies. Actually, well, <laughs> hand job buddies, so. All right, cool. Well, one of the things that I was in question of cliche or tradition would be bullet belts. And I have to say that that, to me, is a... Ding. Tradition. What about you, Mr. Satan? 
I think tradition cliche they they run together. They're very cliches se- seem to have a more negative connotation, and well, tradition course. seems to be more positive. So I would say bullet belts tradition. One of my favorite live bands, Midnight. Mm-hmm. Bullet belts are involved. It's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. Well, right. You don't see them all the time, but you see them enough that like the metal bands have them. I think it's fucking cool. I'd well, whether you think it's cool or not, it's used a lot. I think it still has its place. I think it still defines appearances. I think it really sets bands that bands are you know metal bands that are trying to uphold what is recognized as metal. I'm not going to say true because I think that's fucking just cheesy to say yeah but it's uh, cliche it's definitely yeah yeah yeah. it's definitely it definitely defines the genre better than uh say you know a bunch of jackasses that look like a bunch of douches with sideways or side part hair you know with short haircuts which seashell necklaces or pretty much anything that's on central media records at this point which doesn't (laughs) say metal at all yeah i think that it's still it defines a metal character and uh i would say that Ding. Tradition. So. Oh, absolutely. Tradition. There, there, there's, a, there's a certain attitude that comes with that that goes back to when I was growing up. Of course. In, in the 80s. And well, but even some of the crappy, quote, bands had bullet belts, but certainly it was pretty badass. I don't think it's lost its effect, and no. I think that it's definitely something that you can attribute to metal. Especially so. if a band's flying out somewhere and is able to get them somehow through security in their check bags or whatever. Fucking awesome. Uh, right on. So, it will stay in the tradition. And denim vests. I say it sticks in tradition. I'd say tradition, too, because it's back to the negative versus positive. However, I would like to build upon that. I think at this day and age, in this point in time, it has become a cliche to certain subgenres, i.e. thrash metal. With the whole resurgence of thrash metal in, let's about 2005, it just really was something that kind of, I would say, almost vanished more or less within, you know, from, I'm not sure where, somewhere in the 90s, early 90s, and then, you know, kind of just came back with the whole thrash thing. And so I would say definitely it's it's probably both. It's a little bit of both, but as a whole, because it can it represents all styles of metal, I think that it is definitely a tradition. I'd say tradition because there's also the shitty bands like uh, or the shitty people listening to the bands that, that we don't like. We call them shitty. <laughs> uh, like where you see the My Bullet for Valentine type thing on somebody's vest and you're just like... I've never I, seen that. I, I that's That's maybe not an exact example, but bands on that level to me when i see i'm like ah the 17 word but are we to say that putting that shitty automatically means cliche no but it seems like that's kind of well it's it's tradition because you, you you know you go to a midnight show and you see the masked guy with the v guitar wearing a vest with some patches on it then you go to a more popular I love you. I love you. You know what I mean? Those type types of bands. And there's fans there wearing a vest with their patches on. Well, I've never been to a I love you kind of show, so I'm going to have to take your word for it. (laughs) I was just there the other day. Sorry. Whoa. Anyway. No, I wasn't. Who'd you see? (laughs) I know. I'm talking about like pictures you see. Anyway. So what's next? Spikes. 
uh, mm. tradition. Yeah, I would say so. Uh, it, it gets worn out, and you see people's like when I was like in third grade, dude. I would wear like you know a shirt that said like Baltimore Orioles, and then I'd have like a spike racer on. But I was like eight. Yeah, because I didn't have the ability to go buy anything else, and that was my form of rebellion was putting a spike bracelet on at the church carnival. Literally, that's what it was. Hmm. Well, I would think you. <laughs> I think you take a lot of this personal. <laughs> well, I'm just giving like examples. <laughs> All right, <laughs> right on. Yeah, I I will say that it's still a tradition. Uh, I, I I haven't really seen it uh, overly abused to where it's any cliche of any form. Um, that's as far as I can go with that one. Spandex pants. Spandex pants. That was definitely a cliche. cliche. <laughs> Even Iron Maiden. You Come know, on, dude. Oh yeah, that was bad. Face paint. I think is cliche. I'd say yeah. And I say it's cliche because it only really defines one genre, one subgenre. And wouldn't that be cliche? I, I don't know. I, I don't have a problem with it, but it's when it becomes... It's a cliche and it's a gimmick. I don't think it's a tradition because no one's going to see... Not everybody's doing it. Right. Yeah, it's, it's there's not nothing that can really reference it to being anything specific. It can be specific to black metal. However, it can also sway outside of black metal. It can be very corny within black metal, too. You know, it's just not done very well. And it's just, it's very forced. I think it's like, you know, I think a lot of people concentrate on like their appearances with black metal, i.e. doing the face paint thing to where it's just like yeah that's pretty much just a cliche in my world and the thing to remember is is like the reason why something becomes a cliche like with say the movie uh, spinal tap mm-hmm. and how it's kind of a mockumentary of a rock and roll or heavy metal band mm-hmm. the stuff kind of becomes cliche without the ability to make it a cliche to make fun of it because to, to to my friends who are not super metal heads i kind of make fun of it the stuff i listen to all the time and, and there, there's a reason why you, why you can why it becomes cliches because maybe at one time fucking that's cool i've never seen that and then all of a sudden well everybody's doing it and there are still people that do it and it comes out fucking cool denial of god is an example because ustu paints himself up but and there's something about him doing that or like king diamond these days there yeah you know still still maybe it's because he goes back to the original but there's something about the heartfelt coming from their soul music that maybe makes that all right, I get it. But then there's bands, and I can't, I'm bad because I'm not coming up with a, an example where Inquisition's a, a, another band that mm-hmm. face paints. And I think right. that's kind of tradition because they're. It's, yes, it's tradition in a sense to the subgenre. But I think that it, like I said, it, like King Diamond's not exactly black metal. No. And, and anyone that says it is. It's just kind of a jackass. Maybe lyrically, but certainly not musically. Yeah. And, well, I mean, Alice Cooper, it was kind of more of his influence for that. And and he's certainly not black metal. You know, it's, it is a kind of a cliche type thing. and, and It's it can a gimmicky be, thing. It's easy for someone to make a gimmick out of it, I think. Right. Uh, for the sake of the argument, though, it's definitely a cliche, but yes, it could be used as a gimmick. And I think that, yeah, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but I think that... A lot of times, it's just forced. Just, I, I, just, that's it. There's bands that ride that wave and force it to right, get the they image. have to. Right. And then there's bands like the one I mentioned before, Denial of God, that it's like, whether Usu's up there painting himself or not, it's still going to be fucking awesome 
fucking music. Right. Uh, but that, but I think that there's a very sincerity to it. If he didn't, if Denial Guy wasn't, like, the, it's just the type of band that when you see it, you're just kind of like, yeah, they need to do this thing. They need, right. they need to put that kind of show on to where, like, some of these bands, especially, like, when chicks get involved with the, the stupid, like, you know, just the corny like you know taking pictures of themselves and posting on facebook and all this kind of crap which is like this is just where it gets that that's where the cliches come out of it and it's just like this right. is just overdone this is stupid uh it, it's just it almost trickles into silly. the mainstream and that's where it becomes yeah cliche. where i yeah. think like because if it were a tradition a tradition's really without question without any sort of um outcast you know uh, attributes is natural it just happens you know right like it's like having guitar and metal it's just there's just no question to it it's just like well yeah you know and 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 it face paint really isn't like that and, and i yeah it's definitely a cliche satanism and it would be a tradition i would say i would stick it as a tradition because if it were a cliche it would be like I had said earlier, forced. And I just can't really compute it in my head to say that anyone would force themselves to write about Satanism or to show forth signs of it. I mean, I, I, but then while I say it out loud, I kind of rethink it. You know, I think that some people like walk some in metal. It's, you know, it's the devil's music, but I would just say that those people are simply not fully not getting it. They're not getting it or they're not like fully into it, like where they just think it's cool, where you do have people, black metal people again, that fully embrace it, fully believe it, like, you know, Very and live their lives by by it to where like kids and stuff are just like, well, it's just cool because it's, it's extreme and it's offensive. And I think that that's kind of in a way what metal's about. Um, so I would say it's more so a tradition. How about you? I, I would say tradition, too, because. The character Satan, whenever he was invented, he was a fallen angel kicked out of his house, has to live in the basement now where there's fire and brimstone and it's kind of dark and dungy. I think a lot of us can relate to that. And I think that's why it comes out because it's that rebellious. It's it's more of a rebellion than it is, let's slaughter sheep. But, you know, that's just where, where it takes you because once you're rebelling... You just want to get that reaction. That's what else you're going to sing about, you know. Because you're, and then, and that's when it becomes cliche, I think, to a certain degree, because you start to sing about or talk about they, us, people, whatever. The, uh, but you I know think, what I mean. The cliches that go along with it, but there, there's, right. there's a tradition behind it, and then it's like. But I also think, yeah, and I agree, and I also think that what sets it apart with that point you just made—that it's not a cliche as well—is that you don't need to be satanic or fully into it or following it to sing about it you could still honor the tradition so to speak by just singing about it and not wrap yourself up in it say if you're christian or something you could still sing about the devil just in different perspective or just whatever it's it's a it's a fairy tale to me but maybe it's real to others but there's just so many ways of presenting it it, and it's open interpretation like who the fuck are we to decide whether it's cliche it's probably both all of this is probably both because they're so hand in hand but again it's like it's it's a character some people think he's real or some don't reality is perception all that stuff blah 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 well if he were real he would definitely have this next one long hair would the devil have long hair, or do metals people just keep it as a tradition, or maybe a cliche? You see, in my Eddie, picture, what do you think? Cliche. 
You think long hair is no, a cliche? No, th- actually, I think, it's, I think it's a tradition. If I could, with, with my real job, so to speak, I would. Because it's it's fun and it's it's that rebellion it's that yeah and, and I, you know it's it's just like uh, anything I mean everyone pretty much in some way shape or form because of their family or just they have to celebrates Christmas whether they're a believer or not and it's just kind of like the same thing with long hair I mean whether you foolhardily pull up, put up a Christmas tree and put your fucking star up on it and make a whole ceremony out of it that's one thing and that's someone that's that has long hair where if you're just fucking there because your family does it and you have to do it because it's a family holiday well you're the guy that was short hair but you're still a fucking metal fan but you don't sit there and look around like hey look at that overused stupidity thing you just understand that's what that is i mean long hair is the fucking christmas tree you, <laughs> you know? know you know what's kind of funny is like as we're going through this bit reaper and i we talk about this stuff beforehand what we're going to talk about not all the time but, but it's <laughs> not all the time sometimes <clears throat> excuse me sometimes it's just like on the whim but it's like it's like the stuff that you and i do mm-hmm. seems to be a tradition we don't do face paint except for halloween and we're like well that's cliche but all this other stuff are like it's true so it's it's probably what it's boiling down to is it's just it's whatever you the user the person doing it whatever you believe and like i said before i think or maybe i thought it the cliches are there for a reason like i said before i'm pretty sure i said it the spinal tap movie those guys, you know, goes to 11, all that stuff. That That's a cliche now, and it's silly because you can kind of poke fun at it, but there's a reason why it's there, and it's and there's nothing to be ashamed about it. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck, fuck you, you're right. My amp goes to 11, and I'm fucking proud of it. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. It's loud. Well, I think the difference might be because, as you mentioned it, though, it, the easiest way to look at it is to compare it to holidays and stuff, and I think that, yeah, what sets the difference between... I mean, a tradition is something that is defines that genre, that that holiday, that music. That that when you see it, you know what it is, and that's just what you do. That's it's part of the ritual, or it's part of I don't you know I don't whatever word, insert right you know applicable word here, where a cliche is almost an attempt to try to bring about a new tradition that almost fails because it's just it's it worked once, but it's, it's not going to work. It might work twice, it might work thrice, but it's not going to work a fourth time you know it's just it, it's just one of the things where it just becomes redundant it, it just becomes overused and it, it doesn't redefine anything it, it it doesn't bring new life it doesn't bring like chug a lug metal yeah it really yeah exactly <laughs> that that i would believe is a cliche because it, it really it it sets it apart it sets its part uh, self away from that where someone that's someone that doesn't listen to metal like if they heard like that chug a lug bullshit they might attribute to it to like confuse it to like death metal or something but they don't they just don't know what the fuck they're talking about they just hear like a heavy guitar to where if they heard like something like say left hand path or something that's still going to grab their attention and be like that's fucking the most extreme thing I've ever heard because they don't know. And it, it, if you put them side by side, yeah, you might have some person that's going to say, hey, that's both noise to me. But I think you're going to definitely have more more people than not that are going to say left hand path is way more extreme than this bullshit. Or, or not even extreme, just more. It's just more metal. Like It just has every little element that defines what metal is. And, and that's is what it a I cliche think or is it a... Well, that's what I think the difference tra- is. Left hand path is tradition. Yeah, it's um, traditional. What's that one fucking band? Um, Limp shit dick is not <laughs> right. Because how how many entombed copies are there out there? Right or influence in how right, many? Right, right, right. Limp exactly. Biscuit. Exactly. There, there's 
right there. How many versions of a jack o' lantern are there? But that still, at the same day, defines what you know. You can carve right. a witch, you can carve a fucking evil face, but it's still a fucking jack o' lantern. You can, you know, you can fucking be from Spain with the the buzzsaw guitar sound, or you could be from Sweden with the buzzsaw guitar sound. It's still fucking death metal, or be you know? Sweden, or from Sweden, or from Sweden, or yeah. from Sweden, like necrophobic, like tormented, like. Yeah. Repugnant. It's like, still going to define like, and represent what that is, and you're going to know what that is. The first tribulation. You mm-hmm. know, yeah, it's all tattoos, cliche, or tradition. Do you want me to answer first? Yes, because I don't know. Fucking how. cliche all the way. How is that a tradition? Well, and that's that's kind of what I'm getting at, because when I was younger, I'd see dudes that were tatted up, and I'm like, that guy's a metal guy. And you go talk to him? No, he's not. Not it's, at all. It's no. It, it's cliche to to lump people in with that. I don't even. Ha- I have tattoos. They're not even metal. No, they're not. You got Michael. <laughs> they're Myers. horror movies. You know. Right. I, it, it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with it. I mean, it, it does it fall like do people within metal like that kind of stuff? I think so. But I mean, it's definitely not nothing that defines the genre. No, at all. all. So I have I, none. I have a scar. That's it. Weapons. Not exactly owning them. But I guess all the above, you know, opposing, mostly the appearance. Is that a cliche or a tradition? I'm going to say cliche. Yeah, I'm going to say cliche because you see it. I mean, we had them in the Crucified Mortals latest record, and it's kind of cheesy. But I think we were kind of going for that. Whereas like spikes, leather, denim, you kind of need, I won't say need it, but... When you, when you got like a guy like we've talked about in basketball shorts and the high tops versus a guy in jeans, dark blue jeans, blue jeans, black jeans, whatever. Gotcha. And boots or maybe van type shoes mm-hmm. and a black t-shirt, black belt, bullet belt, maybe some spikes, maybe not. Heavy metal t-shirt. That guy's metal. A guy's got basketball shorts, a tank top on. You don't know if that guy's playing pickup basketball or, or he's in a metal band. That's, to me, the difference between cliche and that. You don't have to have the weapons, the, the, the axe in your hand, the sword, the gun, to, to, to be metal, so to speak. But traditionally, it, just, it is kind of fucking cool, but it's... it's no, not, and I, I agree full-heartedly. And I think that it's just one of those attributes to where, like, it's, it's like, I mean, a picture of the, the human body. No fucking clothes, you're naked. You start putting shit on, you start adding, like, you give, get long hair, you fucking have tattoos, you got pierced earrings, you got, you know black clothing you start to form into a metal looking person but as you start to strip away you start to more and more become bare more and more to become to where you're unrecognizable say if, i mean say using this naked fucking bit wow <laughs> but say I leave it you to know, you that picture me naked but, no no picture no but all Point. gay jokes aside but someone that's fucking with some dude with long hair then that's it you're gonna more so be like i bet he likes metal before you're gonna say i bet you he's a big fucking rap fan you know what i'm saying so he's gonna still have something that attributes to that tradition to where yeah give him the weapon no he could be he could still like rap who the fuck knows give him give him a gun to put it sideways i mean we just said weapons you know so that's gonna be more associated with rap 
Right, yeah, say. exactly. Or gangster or, or hip hop. Amazing fucking corn, dude. Man, that's metal as fuck. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's just it's just another attribute. It's just another, you know, something to make it a little more appealing which, just than standing there like a bunch of tough guys with your fucking arms folded. You know, that's a little boring. Which leads to the next or a next one. Okay. Guy standing there naked, flashing <laughs> the oh, horns. Oh nudity. Well, no, I was going to say the horns. Oh, horns. Okay. The naked guy's flashing the horns. Cliche or, tri- or just anybody. Well, can we just say that this is going to buy about horns? Horns. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And you said the finger. naked guy flashing horns. So. Well, that's... I'm... Oh, I, you were using my example to lead right. to the next one. All right, right. gotcha. Because so, well, one of them was nudity. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah, but, but. All right. So that, that was bad yeah, communication yeah, yeah. on Reaper and I's part. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, my part. I, that's tradition every way, shape, and form. Absolutely. Because it's a sign language. It represents nothing but metal. metal. That's like, all it is. And it's insulting that nowadays you have these people that are cliche or are just downright fucking posers or douches that flash the horns and they have nothing to do with metal. You know, you're just like, you know, bring me the horizons on a metal band. Put your fucking fingers Question down. Question for you. <laughs> thumb in or thumb out? Well, if you put your thumb out, that means I love you. Right. And so that's thumb in, motherfucker. Thumb in. Exactly. That's what drives me nuts is when people do that and stick their tongue out with the thumb out. It's like, fuck you. Yeah, that, that just Thumb means- in, index up, pinky up, that's it. The rest of your hand makes a fist. Fuck off. That's the horns. Yeah, no. That If they if they put their fucking thumb out and they have their tongue out, all that means is I love you and you don't have to be like the necrophobic guy and force me to do oral sex because I will do it voluntarily. Exactly. <laughs> so don't go be doing that. And since we brought up the nudity, nudity, is that a, tra- a tradition cliche. or a fucking cliche? Fucking cliche. <laughs> totally a cliche. Dude, keep your fucking Vanny drawers on. All that stuff, yeah. I don't want to see it. I mean, naked, even hell, I mean, we'll go this far, naked chicks i mean it just it has nothing to do with the genre i mean uh, it just no absolutely not all right so maybe one of the last ones we could talk about is having metal songs with the word metal in it say (laughs) that's just lame that's neither or (laughs) you think so like metal on metal pounding metal come on that's I don't know, man. That's lame. <laughs> you think so? I've always attributed I that think that as that's, lame. I I don't know. I think that's kind of cool because that's it's it's chanting your. I think it's redundant, is what it is. You're you're playing metal music, singing about metal music. You're just kind of like, huh? <laughs> like that's, I, that's I, why I think it's awesome. It's, <laughs> all it's right. like, ah. I, I I yeah. I mean, cliche or but to answer your question today, it's cliche. I think every, yeah, because, I mean, Man of War, did anyone look at them and go, man, those guys are the tradition, like, they're keeping the flames, like, I mean, it's a, it's a, it, but th- it's a hard, you know, that's kind of a hard one, because it's just like, well, how do you say that that's a cliche when it, by what we use as an example of what the difference was, I mean, if it's a cliche, you're fucking steering people saying well we're metal you metal rules metal 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 so i mean it, I, it maybe it was cooler back in the I, 80s i don't know i still think so i i don't, I don't think dude. metal gods judas priest how no. fucking awesome is that i mean i i get it and maybe maybe that's where you have a different uh approach to it because you were there for that and where you know saying I'm, I'm fucking old motherfucker you're older than me <laughs> so maybe that's where it's like i maybe you can appreciate it to where it's like hey you know well fuck this disco bullshit we're the metal gods to be metal right yeah yeah and i don't know pride hits me hard differently man but just pride 
I don't know. Pride's cool, but it's not. Mostly it's not. I just, I don't know. I think it's pretentious a lot of times. I, don't, I, I think people don't really understand it to what they're proud about, or they don't, not everyone involved agrees what the pride they all have a different aspect to that pride so it's kind of like well we're, we're united it's kind of like well if you were united then you would all have the same ideals now wouldn't you by the ever since the word like it just i don't know it's very if we it's, were united we'd be fucked if we were ah oh, never mind that's another story <laughs> so it's just i don't know it's it's just something i guess i think too much about but i would say i would stick it in the cliche but you're gonna stick it in traditional huh yeah all right. Well, uh, one that I thought that was interesting in zombies and horror movies. I would say that a much since I kind of put the face painting in the cliche category, that that would be more so cliche because it really only represents one style, maybe two genres: thrash and death metal. It, it's cliche, but at the same time, it's it's true, it, and that's why I say it's kind of hard to differentiate because it's very cliche, but there's also a tradition and and it's like when you I agree, when you I listen agree. To Actually, a, no, yeah I agree. when you listen to it I brought a tormented before if they weren't singing about zombies and eating what else would they sing about? right so well and then I put it in every sense Black Sabbath what did it was we wanted to make scary music right who, who better than the innovators of heavy metal would pretty much define what it is a tra- tradition or a cliche I would say it's but it, I think I would say it sways honestly because uh, it's very well used. I think all this stuff metals. sways, and it just depends on how the people approach it. I, I don't fully agree that it all sways, but, I mean, some of them most definitely do. But, yeah, I mean, uh, well, yeah, a lot of them do. I, I think, that, like I said, there's cliches there for a reason, and mm-hmm. they can be cool, they can be overused, but it's, like, tastefully done, and that's that's up to the eye of the beholder, and that's the beauty, that's the, that's the beauty of all this, is it's, like, there's no right or wrong. It's whatever the all fuck right. you like. And I'll shut up. Two more. Beer slash alcohol. Tradition. <laughs> oh, man. That's Well, a there's tough some one. straight edge. I mean, how is that? It's cliche. Fuck. I think about it now because I think how about. How is it tradition? It's it's not. It's it's very cliche. I, th- I look at like. Uh, I think it's neither. It's, it's just there. But it's yeah. it's very cliche, I think, for guys to, to grab a beer. And, ah! But. How is it a cliche, though? I mean, it's lost its meaning. It's lost its value. It's overused. I, I, I by every sense of the definition, I, mm. I, I don't, I don't particularly agree. Yeah, I guess I, it's neither. It's just there. Fuck it. Yeah, I think it's just an attribute. But you see, yeah, it's just something that I, I, I think it's really here nor there. But, I, mean, but I, I will tell you though, when you're at a concert and somebody's like, "Let me see your beers. Drink more beers." That's kind of cliche. I think a lot of hard music though whether it be metal or not does that you know and i think it's lame <laughs> for realistically i think to really any sort of intox and and attribute it to music and like be like in a pride sort of sense like fuck yeah you know beer and metal or you know fucking get high and metal like this is, uh, that's all dumb it's just all dumb yeah. like I, who fucking cares what you do you don't need any of that to listen to metal right and, and so no, I mean, is it cool when you're drunk? Is it cool when you're high? I, I mean, it's up to consensus the consensus cliche, huh? Consensus cliche. Mm, I'm gonna say I, I was. I'm sticking by it. You just yeah. don't give a shit. I'm just saying it's here nor there. Mm. It means I don't give a shit either. Drink right. beer. I don't. I don't care. <laughs> and last, leather uh, tradition. You I don't think, need it, but 
It is a tradition. Uh, I mean, everyone has some form of leather while they were walking around with the metal. I mean, come on, metal really took on a lot of uh, biker attributes. And, I mean, if you're walking around in a biker jacket, you're either in the metal or a biker or both. Right. Some form of wet leather, one way, shape, or form in metal. So Guitar I straps. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of vague. Right. But it, yeah. within the appearance-wise. Right, uh, right. So leather think, coat, for sure. Yeah. So I think we'll consider it a tradition. Absolutely.
So that was Infant Death with Slave to the Grave. It was a submission. Reaper and I were talking earlier today over the past however long. We, t- we were talking about judging a book by its cover and how whether seeing an album cover has made you like a record more, like it less, or made you buy a record or made you not buy a record and then down the road, whatnot. You probably get the idea. As a kid... And it doesn't exactly have to be the cover per se, but anything that could pretty much be prejudice towards the band. Photos of the band, yeah. a video, a shitty video. Or um, just exposure in general, the name. Right. You know. And, and one of my first inklings into that was Iron Maiden as as a young kid. Well, you I know, think everyone's bought Iron Maiden out of the awesome artwork. <laughs> right, <laughs> because they suck. And, and the guy's name was Eddie. Duh, for oh, me. Oh, right, yeah, right. <laughs> right, right. And then you buy it, and then you listen to it, and you're like, fuck yeah, this is fucking awesome. And it lends itself to the artwork. It all goes together, and you're like, fuck yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, they uphold their cover image. A- abso- absolutely. Um Another time when I was a kid, I was listening to the early, uh, the first two Motley Crue. It was Shout Out the Devil. What was the other one? Uh, Too Fast for Love. Mm-hmm. And I saw Slayer show No Mercy, the tape cover. And I, I can still see the fucking thing pulling it out at the Waxy Maxes there in Northern Virginia and looking at it and going, upside down pentagram, I'm going to buy this. And then going home and going, this Fuck, smokes Motley Crue. Fucking, <laughs> I, yeah, exactly. Get rid of my Motley Crue fucking stuff. Can I sidetrack and say that a lot of metal people secretly like will say how much they love those Motley Crue albums, and it's just kind of like I have come to the conclusion you might want to keep that to yourself because those Motley Crue records are pretty fucking gay. I I go I'm on the fence only because I was I remember how cool they sound when I was a kid, but yeah, most of the time I listen to them and I'm like I can't get into it anymore. It's just I don't understand why it's outspoken. I if think, I think it still remains a guilty pleasure more so. Not now than ever yeah <laughs> i mean if, if i had a couple beers and they they're they're better i don't i mean i have it. the first two albums i every time i spit them i'm kind of just like why do i own these like they're not that great it's just i look at it from a musical standpoint and just like this is just flaccid yeah you know? it's it's not as excuse me you hit to sorry it's heavy metal, but it's not. It's just not. It, it's just boring. Like, it wasn't Show No Mercy. It wasn't Peace of Mind. It wasn't Number of the Beast. It wasn't Killers or the self title. It's just. Chi- I mean, it's every sense of what the band set out to be. Get chicks, and that's all I hear out of it. I'm right. Just and like, it gets annoying. Yeah, this is just lame. It's like, like dude. Well, that's kind of why we're here as people to procreate and have get chicks. But it's like, ah, oh, let's sing about something more interesting. You're that yeah. pathetic. You need to pick up a fucking guitar. What? I mean, it's like you're that. Oh, pathetic. oh, oh them! To... I thought you meant me. It's like no. Fuck anyone that's like, <laughs> I get in a band to pick up chicks. Like you're that fucking pathetic that you can't get a girl without <laughs> without a goddamn guitar or a song. Like wow, jeez, you might want to practice on that, brah. Well, and th- it leads us to the next. I when I had a guitar teacher that was you know telling me he goes, dude, you got to check out the new brand new band Candlemass. They're Record Epicus Dumicus Metallicus. So this is a few years ago. This was back in eighty fucking six, eighty seven. Like when that f- record tape first came out before CDs. Mm-hmm. Have you ever looked at the pictures of those dudes on the inside? I've seen it. I mean, it didn't commit it to memory. It didn't really have that much of an effect on me. I guess it was kind of like, hmm. They had that very borderline hairband. 
you know, their hair was all hairsprayed and almost looked like there was some makeup blushy stuff going on. And okay. I remember buying it before I put the tape in and going, uh, what did I get myself I into? I don't know <laughs> about all this. I'm not sure. And it totally made me go, ah. and it took the first listen to go, wait a minute. And then you put it back in and you're like, this doesn't look at all like these, or this doesn't sound at all like these guys look. But dude, there's a lot of metal records like that. I mean, if you like Infernal Majesty, None Shall Defy, if you had the LP of that, dude, holy hell. Right. That, you're speaking of Motley Crue, they look like a better Motley, like a little bit better than <laughs> Motley Crue. Their hair is teased, like it looks awful. And, like, and the funny thing is, is like, I for I for years didn't have the LP and I just had the CD and it like the pictures on the back were black and white and you couldn't really tell and then I got the LP and I'm like wow <laughs> that yeah. they look awful and, and honestly I may have seen the LP that my and guitar speaking teacher of had judging a book last. by its cover dude I'm glad I didn't judge that book by its cover because that right. is an awful cover it is Jack yeah. in the Box <laughs> it's but it's it's awesome music and oh it, my god it's phenomenal one of my I, favorite records of all time and I think it's that's that's the thing is it's like great music will overcome shitty artwork Awesome artwork, of course, will not overcome. But a I, shitty band. I, I think that judging a book by its cover is kind of the the fat, ugly person's way of saying I. There's more to me than what uh, what you see. You need to meet me, and my personality is attractive. It's kind of like, well, you know, there, there's much more to me. You don't know what's inside, and it's just kind of like, well, I'm sorry, but the cover is what. It's first, you know. That's what you see most right. of the time. Most of the time nowadays, it might be a little bit different because of the internet. Yeah, yeah. But look at us. I mean, we sit there and, and, and rip on all what people look like and all this shit all the time. And maybe, in fact, again nowadays more than ever, the appearance has a lot to do with it. I, I don't want to sit here and say, "Hey, people, don't judge book by its cover. Don't judge a band by its appearance." Etc. Etc. I I think it's maybe the book by its cover, but a band by its appearance. Holy fuck! I think definitely. No, you can't do that at all. Unless I mean, they can they raise have, some red flags for sure. Oh yeah, I they mean, have if you basketball know shorts talking. and a tank top shirt on. Yeah. Well, you if if you know what you're talking about for sure. I mean, if you're just some kid that's getting into it, then probably not, because you might look at that Infernal Majesty and be like, well, this sucks. You know, this looks like Motley Crue, because that's all you know. But if you looked at, like, some douchebag shit, but I don't know, man. I was looking through some mainstream magazines today, you know, just looking through for Hellcast shit and all that. Dude, I was like, I, honestly, I felt carsick, and I don't say nauseous, because I think carsick is even more offensive to the feeling, just more def- definitive to that just nasty fucking, like, ugh, it's one of vomit feeling i felt fucking car sick just looking at all this shit and just like you know whatever record label i'll ever deal with in the future i don't want my record cover ever being on any advertisement in this shit because it's like you're just among like just look at all this it's just just garbage either it's like bands that are a bunch of fucking douches or it's like bands that are just so pretentious and fake like trying to pull off because this this hipster bullshit, which I allude to being basically history repeating itself of a time, and we're going to specific specifically make that time the seventies, hence the word and hipster. And then the nineties, 
Yeah, but the, I say like hipster would be the 70s repetition. And I was saying that before there was a word for it, before there was the hipster word, that the 70s shit was really popular. Remember we talked about how a lot of bands are doing the psychedelic rock and how doom and all that right. shit's really popular and people were spreading over to them because history is repeating itself. That's another time again. And, and what was popular at that time? What were the people called at that time that were trendy? Fucking hippies. Hip. Stir. That sounds like a fucking modern day hippie to me. And they have a lot of the same similarities. Now, I think, so by looking at that shit, it's like, you know, I, I can see all this crap. And it's just like, you see who is just pretentious doing it. A fucking band that, dude, it makes my fucking dick just itch like a motherfucker is a white wizard. God damn. When I stare at that dude, that fucking band pisses me off. Because when I see that, that's like Motley Crue of today. You just see this like they're from L.A. I can just tell by looking at them. They're just so fucking pretentious. Just everything about them. They're trying to have attitude, but the attitude is just, it's not there. It's just not natural. And that's what a lot of this shit is. And I say, and that's why I say, dude, you can totally judge a Maybe not a book by its cover, but a band by its appearance nowadays. Band by its appearance, sure. A band by its appearance, but book by its cover or album by its cover. When I when I was a young kid, and people were like, "Dude, you like Iron Maiden? You got to try Judas Priest." And I I can't remember which one, like Stained Class, um, some of the early records. I was like, "Ah, I don't know, but I remember I saw the cover for Defenders of the Faith. That's awful. Or it, well, it, it was a little bit better. Point of entry is worse. <laughs> Screaming for Vengeance. And uh, I, I believe Screaming for Vengeance. That's not was, a bad cover. No, it's not. And that's that's what I'm saying is, is I went for that one first. Because that was And better. I think that was even before. Well, Sad uh, Wings of Destiny was the best cover if you were going by that. I And I, I, I it, it was. I didn't know that one. When I was at the record store, it was uh, Defenders of the Faith came later because I got Screaming for Vengeance when it was like new. Right. It was like 10 or something. 11. So, what year was that? was 80 83 I want to say 83 I mean and maybe Defenders was out by then I don't remember no Defenders is after that right 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 but I mean oh I, I'm saying that was the one I bought so I you this- got in the priest around Defenders of the Faith Defenders of the Face, Screaming for Vengeance, one or the other. I, I, I you know, I was so, so young. That was. I want to say that's. I thought that 83, was 84. I thought Defenders of the Faith was eighty five or eighty six. Uh, I think Turbo might have been eighty six. Oh no, shit! I'm probably wrong then. Okay, I, I, I don't know. Nonetheless, but Turbo was not out yet. But nonetheless, um, Screaming for Vengeance, and I was still like, I don't know, because I remember at one point as a kid, I either bought or listened. I, maybe a friend's older brother or sister or something had a Grateful Dead tape and all right because I had like a skull and crossbone on it I was like fuck yeah dude and I was same like, here oh this is awful bland music what was there and for some reason I was segueing in my mind priest you know and Grateful Dead because and then I put in the fucking priest record <laughs> screaming for vengeance or tape well they're both lumped in the classic like, rock too right well back then it wasn't Okay. Was like, yeah, holy yeah, fucking one. shit and all of a sudden you're like it was like Iron Maiden but without the fucking gnarly covers and gnarly I mean like awesome rrr, colors you know it's uh, funny covers. you mentioned Grateful Dead too because I remember I was the same way with the whole skeletons and now I look back at it it's like a it's got bears and shit yeah, and it's yeah, like bears bright and colors like this is not cool at all <laughs> like no. I don't ever think it was and it's just really bland music I'm not a fan at all but, it, but I mean they're talented dudes but yeah it does nothing for me and it's nothing metal it's, it's like ah oh, this is yeah 
Yeah, but it's judging a cover, and, and I know exactly what you mean. And you know, it's funny because for Judas Priest, like I was, I, I was in a different way, and, and this is thus expanding the the judgment call, as it will, for the segment. That you know, for Judas Priest, for me, like, come on, everyone knew who they fucking were, but I never really got into it or or started buying records at a young age at all because it was just kind of like you know, that's just what Dad listens to. You know, that's like it's on the classic rock station, like you know, is that <laughs> that's not all. Know my dad listened to fuck oh so it's like you know you got another thing coming living after midnight breaking the law that, that's that's what i knew you know and it's just kind of like did i hate it no but did i like think it was a metal band like no it was like classic rock you know and then it's like you know a kid i knew was like talking about like judas priest fucking great you know we should jam and play some judas priest and it's like i'll give it a shot you know and i started expanding my horizons like fucking judas priest rules man you know this is metal as fuck you know but you it, it was just it's presented as a weird thing you know like it's just it presented in a different way well and, and it's probably just because of the age, they were earlier the time than, yeah yeah and then and it's like when by the time british steel you know had the which was kind of early on i was like that's stupid but as i've gotten older i'm like that's actually kind of a cool cover screaming for vengeance i still think defenders of the faith ends up being kind of cool this but it's it's not as cool as an iron maiden cover of the same time i don't think yeah, and that, power slave, even somewhere in time, you know, Eddie's got the fucking laser and is all muscly and ripped. And a thought to the to the uh, you know judging appearances because, like I said, I, I think the cover thing. I mean, it, it's applicable nowadays, but it's not. It, it's still it's still a true statement. Don't judge a book by its cover. To where appearance, I think definitely, and I think that it, it's become cliche. <laughs> A lot of appearances that you, me personally at least, I can see a band and be like, I know exactly how this is going to sound. I know exactly how it's going to sound. I could see a band that apparently are are, are definitely douchebags and be like, this is going to be chugga-lugga and then they sing kind of fucking music and sure enough it is. Or it's like you see a bunch of guys decked out, bullet belts, fucking, you know, blood on their face, gritty picture, like... This is death metal, you know. It's it's so easy, and and I think that uh, that's kind of what lacks in music that people don't have an original approach. Because there's been so, so much where done we're gonna already. we're gonna bring up the fucking forbidden band, but a band like Ghost or something, where when you do first see that, like you don't know what it would be, and then you hear it, you're like, because I remember, like I heard that. Well, when you hear like, it, you don't. You didn't expect that. Right. You didn't expect them to look like that. Or if you saw them first, I'm guessing... You didn't expect them to sound like that. Right. That goes with the point I was trying to make is I think that image, unfortunately, as a lot of people don't want it to be because everyone wants that stupid Metallica uh, mentality. Like, well, we just go up there in our jeans, no gimmicks no, and don't. stuff, and try to do this shit. And it's just like, you know what? Dude, it, it, it doesn't work that way anymore. It, it, and it's just... It never worked that way. And that, and that's wonder, that's a wonderful fairy tale and uh, Alice in Wonderland, if you want to be that way, but you're just, again, going to be another number in another fucking line, making the same goddamn record that we all have heard and you know and i say a lot of that shit like i'm making like the most original music or nothing and shit but it's like you know you you try to put your own spin on it you need to be aware of this kind of shit and put yourself into it what 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 makes you put that into that and this just doesn't happen so yeah you can judge a lot of fucking books by their appearances but covers maybe not so much still
times on this show we talk about uh or we have talked about religion its effects on us our, our effect on it whether we're for it or not whether it's christianity judaism or, or whatever the hell else um reaper and i both i think were raised in uh households that were uh quite christian catholic Ca- yeah i was raised catholic too i personally don't have a problem with it until it gets judged put
put the judgments put down on me, which then makes that person a hypocrite. And where a lot of that started with me in my life was as the previous bit when I was going to the record store, the tape store, and buying heavy metal albums, say Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden without any people just would make the judgment call by the cover, by the title, and go immediately, you're satanic. You worship the devil. You don't believe in God. You don't believe in this. You don't, yeah, you're going to hell. And it's like, well, wait a minute. I've read the same book as you because I kind of was forced to. And then, then, then it became, I wanted to read it because I, I want to get as much information as I can. You're now contradicting yourself. <laughs> so when you were a kid, this was happening? I oh, mean- yeah, yeah. Young Dude, it happened all it's all the way up through a good portion of my life with. See, I don't, I can't, you tell a lot of stories on the show that are, a lot of people being very forward with you, being very judgmental, being very just assholes. And it's got this fucking fly, dude. Fucking God damn thing. it. It wasn't, it wasn't around for the last segment, but three songs later. <laughs> uh, anyway. But um, it, I've never, not that I can recall, really had that. And well, I don't I know if it's, it's the household or... Let me ask you, who was, who was saying this to? Like, were they people that you knew or random public? Well... Also, keep in mind, you and I were 15 years apart in age, and maybe we were in a different time. In the 80s, it was very... It's true, that's true. You know, we're going to get nuked and, and, and everything else, whereas I think the 70s maybe was a little more open uh, because of the hippies well, you were whatever a kid. else. Are you saying you're... Well, you're and, and also, you I were was a, a kid. You were a young... You were growing up in the 80s. Right, right. I was growing up in the 90s. I mean, I think they both still had their religious aspects. Of course. Were they really... That much different? I, I I don't know. It's it. I without living yeah. it myself, it's it's hard to tell. So, but anyway, so so just random people would say this shit to you, uh, just like you're walking around with like you were with your mom wearing a metal. T- like, well, when did you, when did you? Uh, let's, here's a better question. Then, how old were you exactly when this was happening? Well, th- it, more than one age. It's it's happened several times. So you're just like wearing a well. Main I, I, shirt here, here, here's. Probably how it started was as I got a little little older and started kind of thinking for myself, so to speak. Um, as I got into music and whether this coincided, whether the music made me do it, so to speak, you mm-hmm. know, quotes around that, or it was just the way I was thinking. I started thinking, you know, I I don't know if I get all this religion stuff. I, I get the you know, be good to your neighbor and don't covet the wife of the guy next to you because it's like that's waste of time or whatever but it's like i started thinking well you know i don't want to do this because some guy in the sky is going to make me go spend eternity with some dude in the bowels of the earth fuck that so i started rebelling by all right well my my mom in particular but family is you got to go to church i don't want to go to church well you got to go so i would go so now i'm at said church and i'm like well if i'm going i'm gonna wear what i want and i would wear my normal t-shirts that i wore to school i'm like i'm gonna dress if you're making me go what kind of shirts yeah slayer megadeth overkill dark angel and you were what like 13 13 yeah yeah young young all right starting to do this iron maiden you know gotcha and there was a lot of the you know just the And then even in in high school and such, people would say, they would question, well, isn't that sure? You know, do you believe in the devil? Do this, do that? And it's like, no. I don't believe in this fucking fly. God damn. Fuck this fucking fly. Right. So I think a lot of this, like, there, there ends up being a lot of fucking goddamn fly. Dude, like, sorry. Like, I'm sorry that got in the fucking... 
studio. I, I don't know. I know it's pain in the ass. Yeah, so I mean, it got to the point to where it's like, all right, come on, folks. It's it's just music I like. It's just music. Maybe it's an attitude. It's a way of life. It's whatever. But you know, when the problem I would have with it, it was like, believe what you want. I would I would talk to these people, whether they're family members or friends. I had friends I lost because I had long hair and wore these shirts and stopped doing this you know i stopped playing sports but you know i got into a band and they're like why you got why don't you cut your hair and do this and do that and it's like that's fucking stupid and then these the the same people were the ones i was going to church with because you know mom family's dragging me to the church yeah and then afterwards you know why is your hair so long why are you wearing that t-shirt why this why that and i'm like well did you did you not listen to what the dude up on the pulpit that really is just some dude that well didn't you you were in the south uh well by the time i was 16 yeah i moved down south and i think it was worse down there than in the dc area i was in northern virginia which is Technically, I guess the South, um, just west of DC. See, I always lived in Ohio, and I don't. Maybe it has a lot with your your family and shit. I mean, maybe that put people to sleep, and they were just like, "We'll cut to the chase about fucking metal and and religion." And, and you know, I I think that um, there's well, it's weird. It's weird because well, what was weird to me was when there was one time when I had family members, niece, mm-hmm. sister. You know, I was never just Uncle Eddie. I was. Uncle, you're gonna burn in hell because you don't like Jesus. Uncle, you like the devil, or you don't go to church, so you're you're going to hell. And according to them, they were kidding, but it's like, no, you're not. I, I you know, you don't you don't like Jesus. And I'm like, well, I never said I didn't like him. I said I I don't believe the story that you tend to believe, but I don't really care what you. It, it was just it was very confusing to me, and I was just like, you guys are doing exactly the opposite of what yeah. he supposedly taught. And I I'm the metalhead. I'm the guy burning in hell, and I'm the guy going, hey, believe whatever you want, do what you want. I I don't care. Yeah, it's like as long as you're not hurting me. And well, actually now you are, and that's going to make me turn more to my music and to my friends who well that's all you have right and that's all i had you know and then fast forward to finally today where you know well i always had my friends and my my fellow music bros that that we all have and, and none of them judge you for that sort of stuff and that's i think there's a camaraderie because i think some of us and i'm sure maybe you felt outcast at times and that's one of the things i think that brings metal fans to, to together whether it's a religious thing or just just a looks thing like what we were talking about before with the cliches judging a book by a cover what dude i'm once upon a time an outcast i mean i'm to this fucking day still one (laughs) reaper is a walking tradition (laughs) camos black yeah i mean i'm i'm i don't know i've always i've always been on my own i i've always felt but you know it's it's funny the the religious thing uh it's weird because i was 15 when i pretty much denounced the faith and you know everything that was uh, pretty much forced upon me up for the upbringing of being catholic and bullshit i mean i was always a metal fan really since i was like six really kind of just like was i mean, I'm, i would be fucking a, a, a cavalt asshole to say that i was buying records and shit at that early of an age but i was conscientious of music and knew what songs that i liked and i wasn't just you know hey legos are fucking badass and just 
you know nothing it didn't phase me like i knew bands songs and 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 it was aware of music and it was definitely of the heavier side and was introduced to metal i mean there was a lot of bullshit that i would be very embarrassed to admit and i think we've admitted it some of our uh upper, our early metal experiences of course, quote yeah. unquote metal experiences. That, that's what you get you to the point that you're at yeah so but uh yeah i i think that uh you know it was a different surrounding i i you know no one was really at least family wise my parents they, they i mean they made me go to my my mom made me go to church and you know my brothers and stuff but my my, my dad didn't give a flying fuck and i think that's where the the metal influence even came from you know and it, it maybe it wasn't even there i i don't know but uh it, it really it didn't it was just a confusing i mean like any kid you just didn't know what the hell was really going on i knew that i fucking hated going there but i didn't i didn't uh cast out i didn't hate the bastard in the sky as i refer him to now right like and my bro my oldest brother was uh you know he left and went into the military and shit and like he came back you know saw our records and stuff i, I say ours because like you know your other brothers um, yeah and stuff we kind of like listen to the same stuff and kind of shared it but you know he would come through and he, like he would look through the, the record lyrics and stuff and and you know tell us what was right and wrong that they were saying and it's just kind of like my fucking action my fucking dad you know props to him shake his hand he, he told me he's like don't be doing that he's like i'm the parent here you know i'll fucking tell them whatever I want. if they want to listen to it i don't have a problem with it it's like awesome so yeah yeah you know but and, and, and it's just shit like that so but I, I i did at the back in the back of my mind i did kind of value his word um i did kind of like you know uh want i i, I did want to like you know i i, I believed i believed in the, the bullshit I, I did fall i didn't i i i believed in the religious shit i, I mean i was a kid you know i didn't i didn't know i mean you don't, well, yeah, you don't have that age, i think we all did yeah and so you know i just had my metal records and it really kind of was just that i mean we we always did blasphemous kind of things <laughs> now that i think back about it you know being in religious classes and i mean i didn't go to religious school but i went to you know the side stuff like on saturday or something they, they and you give you the jesus book and you know we figured out you can erase jesus's face and shit and you know and draw a smiley face like you know actually we had a contest like right when you got your book was when we would like me and my brother would just fuck him up like like right the next time you showed up like once you just got your book it's already falling apart it's like what the fuck you know what's happening i'm, I'm honestly in the, if, if if i were a, a young kid in this day and age i i would probably have like you know guidance counselors or some sort sort of like family help group looking at me honestly yeah who knows <laughs> they I, wouldn't I accept know. that shit they'd be like they, this is a disturbed child you know he's he's erased jesus's face you know and he instead of the holy land he wrote the the reaper land you know <laughs> shit <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's good. You know, fucking with that shit, and it was just like, I, so I never, I, 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 I followed it because that's what I knew. But I, I, I guess in a, in the ray, I, I didn't know a goddamn difference. And and I'm not, and I think this topic, so to speak, doesn't really address the fact that I think the the point I wanted to make was it's that it's totally it irrelevant to, 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 the to deny what you were brought up for has nothing to do with the music, honestly, because I, it's I was, I was into that, yeah, I was into that music. I mean, I was into the music, and I had records. I mean, I was buying records and or stealing them. I, I remember I was stealing them too. <laughs> I mean, I was, tried to steal Iron Maiden, real dead one tape, and I got caught. And that was really the last time I stole anything. But 
you know, I, I was getting tapes more. That was my thing because that's all I could afford as a little kid, you know, with your allowance. But I was into that. And when I was still following all that shit, I just didn't have an opinion of my own. And there wasn't, no one was judging, like really fully judging until he got older. And I mean, I didn't, it was it had nothing to do with music that got me out of like believing, like that opened my eyes and said, I don't believe in this shit. It was fucking studying the solar system honestly i remember that i mean that was like i remember that day when i just like woke up i was like i don't believe in this i it was the stories i was like you can't take this literally this is this is telling you figuratively how to be just See, like just like a music a song does or a poem or or a story yeah it's not to be taken literally or seriously it's a maybe a, a guide See, and not not that any of the music we listen to is a moral guide but there, there's no a but point I, I think it. no i think your comparison's great it's a hymn of a sorts that is what it is to where i mean right it's the same damn thing it, you, know, you know if you believe something else hey good for you i'm happy for you of course, and I don't hate you for it. And in fact, maybe there's a part of me that admires that has that. Yeah, whatever. But it's whatever. And the right. the thing, is, like, yeah, for me, like, it was just I was, you know, sitting there. You're learning about planets and how big the solar system is and shit. And like, I just started like thinking about it. Just like this is just doesn't add up. <laughs> no. You never hear about this shit in no goddamn Bible. It's like this is this is I, I don't believe in it, and I that was it. And I started writing songs because I was by that time, because I was fifteen. By so already one year into doing Crucified Mortals, and that's when I, you know, I started writing songs that were, you know, I don't believe in Jesus and all this bullshit. Like you know, you then it became that's like, your first rebellious, yeah, yeah. Like then it became about it, it yeah. became like yeah, kind of like you were just it, it, you were angry that I don't know for whatever reason, like I don't understand. I would be relieved <laughs> now, you know, but you know, you're a kid. So it really just has nothing to do with music. And it's still today really has nothing to do with music. I just, not at all. No. I mean, I can like some Christian bands and it, so people are probably wondering why the fuck we're talking about it. <laughs> well, no, I, I, that's why we're talking. About exactly. It. I was making a joke. Yeah. I think it's interesting that this fucking fly is still around for one, but uh, that you know a lot of a lot of people have, I'm sure, similar stories, same stories, or there might be kids that now with the wonderful technology of today are listening to this, struggling with the same thing, and it's I think cool to share such story that you know it's well just stick to your guns and be you know who you are, and that's 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 all that matters, you know, not not to be all. Mm. Yeah, and that's a cliche in its own. It is. <laughs> that that's where the Satanism thing is a cliche because that's kind of the point that I would. It's, l- it's just a rebellion. That's all it is. If it's even that, I mean, that has, even the rebellious part had nothing to do with the music. That was just my way of expressing. Right. I mean, that was the only person I could talk to was my fucking guitar and microphone and the recording that I was doing that no one was ever going to hear. You know, and right, rightfully so. <laughs> so I guess our point is, is that religious or not, you may have morals, you may not have morals. This is very deep, bro. Metal or not, you may have. Oh, you! I thought you meant I need my voice to be deep. No. You may have morals, you may not, but <laughs> fucking fly, dude. What the fuck is up with this fly? I don't know, but it doesn't have very mor- many morals He's, towards humans. Nah, not at all. I mean, gosh, like, you know, that whole stupid fly on the wall, if this fucking thing would just finally land on the wall, well, this- I could get it. Hang on. And you were talking about goddamn fucking religion. You know, it reminds Fuck. me of that scene in Amityville Horror when the priest comes in and all those flies come up and shit. Fuck, just missed it. Sorry, dude. <laughs> Right, and then he ends up going blind or something? Uh, No, just 
the the monster tells him to get out. Oh, Amityville. I was getting that confused with Exorcist. Oh, right. Right, right. But someone needs to exercise the demons clearly from that necrophobic dude. Oh, <laughs> Jesus, that, that guy. Beating his wife, beating his kids. You know, that's just the way he rolls, apparently. <laughs> right, which that, that goes against everything we just said. Yeah, well, and that's that's the <laughs> no, thing. We're just like, it has nothing to do with music at the end no. of the day. And this has been a really fucking deep somber hellcast holy hell i guess so somber cast but maybe that's what people want and maybe this fucking fly won't be around next what time the fuck is up with that fly but that's all we have to say to you this time i'm reaper email I, me at hellcast at hell's headbangers.com and i am eddie email me at eddie satan at hellcast.com or find us on facebook too right Yes, facebook.com slash Hellcast Metal Podcast. And if only we could be a fly on the wall. Dude, there would be a lot of Some shit. of the stuff that's going on out there in the metal world. We would know a lot about what has happened to a lot of people. Maybe that necrophobic guy, maybe a lot of things. The world can only wonder if you were a fly on a wall. But let's get up, because, dude, you fucking hear that guy? I, yeah. We wouldn't be as evolved now, wouldn't be doing Hellcast if we were a fly on the wall. But Oh, geez. shit, it's over there. Go get it. Fuck. Wait, you hear it? Uh, I hear it. I don't see it. Do you hear it? Yeah. Uh, wait, hang on. Yeah, I took my headphone off there on the wall. All right, we'll talk to you next time. Right. Dude, I'm serious, this is a fucking fly. Yeah, fuck that fly. That's fucking fly, you hear? It's fly, fucking, it's annoying. Called this meeting because, as you know, Six Feet Under album sales are at an all-time low. And, well, we got to figure out our next step. Yeah, and Alan West is in jail for that whole meth deal. But what do you suppose we do? Get the spotlight back on the band. That car commercial worked well for Chris, and well, you know how hard that was. Uh, we got to put our heads together and figure something out, fellas. Well, let's do what we do. Death fucking metal. Yeah, I mean, I've got plenty of badass riffs. Yeah, and you guys said it was the best we've ever sounded with my drums. Well, yeah, that's what I figured, but we aren't exactly hearing from everyone now, are we? Uh, Chris? Let's do another cover album. Another cover album? Dude, my drumming is far superior than any of the covers. Yeah, and I hear Hellcast is making fun of us for the ACDC covers. Those nerds making fun of us? They're the doinks. I think they're brutal. Come on, Chris. The only thing brutal is your laryngitis. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Let's not. You don't believe in another cover album? Well, I guess I'm sitting here alone in darkness waiting to be free. Lonely and forlorn, I'm crying. I long for my death to come. Death Stars lie and please let me die solitude.
Guys, this is Athena from Midnight, and you just wasted a fuckload of time listening to Hellcast, presented by Hell Slutbangers. I mean, Hell's Headbangers.